The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to smile. We're adding that in permanently, just to let you know. The review of the goofy news, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. We hope before this show is over. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't if we sit on our blessed assurance, but perhaps we should try and be doers and not just hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? What's today, the 22nd? I'll let you know on the 28th. I'll give you the answer. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. You want the key? Here it is. You want the keys to the kingdom on this show? Here it is. We're going to give it to you. Ready? Here you go. Ready? Here you go. We don't know what we're doing. (laughs) What else do you got to know? We don't know what we're doing. You don't know what you're doing either. Who are you kidding? We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you think somebody else did something wrong, and then you blame them, and then you find out it was you. Ever done that? Uh Uh-huh. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you have a praise report or a prayer request, if you have something you want to share, it's not a kvetch fest, but it is an opportunity to share with one another, to join our faith together, to join in rejoicing and in weeping together, to work together as we see the Lord's day, his return approaching, and it gets closer and closer and closer. In the meantime, we're supposed to strengthen and encourage one another. That's the whole mentality of the show. We want you to be able to reach out to us. You can give us a call at 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, you will talk to Captain Chris. And that, my friends, is like getting a fresh-baked apple pie with ice cream. Wow. And then you will be... cool is that, right? That's cool. That sounds great. I know. I'm so hungry now. All right. You can also t- text us 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 
214-210-8483. And then additionally, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org, david at hemustincrease.org, day, D-A-V-I-D, V-I-D, so david at hemustincrease.org. Also, we're going to send you over to the website, a couple of things to tell you. The pods are okie dokie. You don't even want to know who messed up the original pods in the first place. Hint, hint, hint. He hosts a radio show. Uh Uh-oh. Also, if you're one of those people and you're like, look, I like apple. I like apple this and apple that because you just did apple pie, Dave, and I want apple. You can, in fact, get the Stitcher app, and we, the show, is on the Stitcher app for Apple. However, that does not give you the ability to text in or do anything else. It's really just an opportunity to check out the older uh, pods and and things of that nature. We are working on all the other stuff, but on the website and illustrated by our very, very good friend, Eric, one of our buddies, he went on his iPhone and did the whole process of creating a shortcut on his phone. And on the shortcut, what it does is it gives you an immediate access to the ability to listen to the show live, plus the pods, plus everything else on the website. That is on the website. It gives you the directions to do it. And he took a picture of it, and we took that picture and put it on the website. So now you can see it, plus you get the instructions on how to have a shortcut so that you can listen live on your app, on your, on your smartphone, whether it's Android or whether it's Apple. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything. That's kind of nice. That's a nice way to do it. Uh, And then don't forget on the website, just a small little detail. If we don't get enough money, we can't pay the radio rent. Can't pay the radio rent. You're going to hear this. At least that's what you hear from me because I won't be on. So that's why that's important. Please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. <laughs> I think that might have been pie. No, that's not pie. Okay, never mind. You know, you were right on that intro. I put a time to smile versus a time to laugh. I'm just telling you, I am hitting on all cylinders today, all quarter of one cylinder. All right, somebody uh, calling in just to talk and share or something, or at least, you know, maybe get us a pizza or something. All right, send them through. This is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, Dorothy. Hi, Dorothy. How are you? Good, and yourself? I'm doing fantastic. What's happening with you? How can I help you? Yes, I wanted to see if you can explain a little bit further or help clarify. When individuals talk about um, only faith is what is necessary for salvation versus faith plus works. And some have talked about a, a gift in faith versus the prize. And if you can just describe that. Okay, so what you're—and I want to make sure to to answer it right, so I just want to make sure I understand the question. What you're trying to ask is, talk about the difference between salvation by works and salvation by faith and salvation by gifting versus a salvation by prize. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right, do you want to hang on? you want to hang up and then listen? It's up to you. You can do whatever you want. I'll go ahead and hang up. Okay, you got it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, so this is a great, a fantastic 
question, and I'm going to actually pull in. I'm going to pull up a text that you guys are probably not uh, not maybe. I don't want to say you're not familiar with it, but a lot of people don't spend a lot of time in it. And that is in Galatians chapter four. This is actually dealt with quite extensively. So I'm going to while I'm delaying, I'm turning my Bible there. That's right. I'm delaying while I'm on the air. Just be quiet. I can't do everything instantaneous. I'm, you know, I'm not a magician kind of thing. Or even if I was, I wouldn't be able to help you on that. Uh, bottom line in in Galatians chapter four, it talks about the difference between the two. And I want you to understand it so that we can maybe we can get a better handle on what is that's going on and what is not going on. We need to understand that it is not by the works of the law that we are enabled to be seen as justified. So let's just take the first part of this, the question, and we'll go a little further because this is a great, great topic, okay? Salvation is not a prize, Let's just start by there. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 makes it very clear that salvation is a gift, right? A gift is not a prize. A prize is something that you can earn in a contest or in a lottery fashion win in a contest. That, you know, that that's a prize that you can win. That is not what the gift is from God. What the gift is from God before anything else is life. Okay, let's just start with that. Then there's this extension of his gift. And, and by the way, that gift, it's not something you earned. You didn't earn life. You didn't earn the right to breathe. You didn't earn the right to be a human being. You didn't earn the right to have an existence. No, Nothing you did prior gave you that capacity. In the same way, there is no way that you can earn the eternal life. So the, the physical life you received, you didn't earn. The, the, the spiritual or the eternal life you have the opportunity to receive, you will not earn as well. God testifying by how we were created simply by stating you cannot deserve it, you cannot reach to it, you cannot make it and on your own. So I want to set this really uh, in place, and I'm going to make it super clear. I'll use Galatians 5 because it's a little more specific. It says this. I, Paul, tell you this, if you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ cannot help you. I say it again, if you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey all the regulations of the whole law of Moses. If you are trying to make yourself right with God by keeping the law, you've been cut off from Christ. Now, people make a mistake, and they think that means there's no salvation for that person. What they're saying is you've fallen from the principle of God's grace because you've entered into the principle of trying to earn it. And then the next verse says, But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive everything promised to us who are right with God through faith. So we place our faith in Christ Jesus. It makes no difference whether we're circumcised or not circumcised. What's important is faith expressing itself in love. All of this salvation principle that God has brought to us is, is received, and yes, it is received, and for those who don't think it's received and that that's a bad word, you should learn your Bible, because in the parable of the sower, you had to receive or accept the word or accept the seed in order to have the word or the seed in you, so that's just really weird. But the bottom line is that it's a gift granted by God, given, and you can reject the gift, you can say no. Somebody can send you a birthday present and you don't open it. I happen to have a, a factual account of somebody who sent somebody within my family a present that has never been opened after four years. It's a fact. That's not receiving the gift. I mean, you can't say it any other way. 
Okay, you gotta gotta get it, gotta open it, right? But it wasn't given for anything that was deserved. A prize is something that's earned or deserved. Here's the real way to understand it, and I'll, I'll make this two real interesting points. Which I love this topic. I just love, love, love this. Okay. Besides that, I can just rip through, you know, John three sixteen, Ephesians two eight and nine, and go through every other thing that that is unstoppable. This is the main point. God will not fellowship in darkness. Your life is a white sheet until you sin once. And then there's a drop of darkness on it. If you, in that, with that one drop of darkness, try to fellowship with the perfect God, it cannot happen. It cannot reach to God. God cannot in- engage with that. When, through Jesus Christ, we are granted a new sheet that has lamination on it. And when the drops fall, they just trickle off and don't stain it. But when we sin, we stain it, and that stain separates us from God. The gift is salvation received by faith, given by grace through God the Father, through Jesus, given by God the Father through Jesus Christ, and lived out in its fullness by walking with the Holy Spirit. You may want to earn it, but the problem if you earned it is that you would have a right to boast about it. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26, 7, 8, 9 says, No flesh shall boast before God. You can't earn it because then you could boast about it, and nobody can boast before God. can't be done. So you have to receive it and say, get this, thank you. And here's the biggest part about this. In First John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, To as many as believed, he gave them the ability to receive the sonship. You have to receive it. And it's not something you can earn because you will never have works that are at the quality of God because inside of you is this sinful nature that is self-centered and self-absorbed. And the whole notion that, well, man is basically good. Really? Jesus didn't say that. Jesus said, if you people, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly Father. The gifts, the graces, the mercies are granted because of the character of God, not the character of man. That's the difference. And so you can't earn it. You can't win it like a prize. You either receive it or reject it. And you get into Hebrews, which we're going to do next week, you find out that those that reject it, not good. It's not a good end. Those that receive it, that's a good end. That's a good place to be. So understanding salvation as a prize, bad call. Understanding it as a gift to be received, right track. And you just look at something like Ephesians 2, 8, and 9, and I'll, and I'll just read it so that you can have the, you know, so instead of somebody trying to try and say what the words are, here's the words. God saved you by his special favor when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. Those are all the things I just said, but in that verse. Get that? 
Okay, I hope that's helpful. If you want to do a follow-up question, you can, but I hope it kind of gives you a little bit of understanding. You know, nobody will ever boast before God, ever, never. And if you earn it, you boast about it, right? After all, when I get my doctorate, <laughs> don't, you, don't you kid yourself. I'm going to be Dr. Dave, Dr. Sp Are you kidding? Of course I will. But salvation, that's different, right? That's a gift. All right, we'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill, can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So like any person searching for answers, I, too, have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon Experience on KAAM. The David Spoon Experience. And that hope that is offered to us is something that's supposed to greatly encourage us. Uh, Jesus brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, through the gospel that Jesus died on the cross, he was buried, and three days later he rose again. And by faith in the testimony of God, you can live forever. That hope is offered to us. If that hope is offered to you and you have not yet accepted, acknowledged, and surrendered to it, I ask you to do so right this second. I don't even care if you do a fancy prayer. Just say, God, save me in Jesus' name. You will be saved. If you believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross, was buried three days later, he rose again, and you surrender your heart to Jesus Christ, turning from where you were and turning to him, you will find life right now. You might be out there thinking, there's no way it can be that easy. Wrong, but you have to receive it. You have to surrender to it. You have to acknowledge God's testimony and say yes to Jesus Christ. Doesn't matter what the world says. Doesn't matter what your friends say. Doesn't matter what any other family member says. It only matters for your decision before God in regards to his testimony relating to Jesus Christ and your sins. And that's the hope that is offered to us. And we can be greatly encouraged by that. And that hope is an anchor to our soul. That anchor makes it so that even if the winds are heavy and the waves are intense, we don't get tossed and lost. That there is some stability. That there is some, there is some strength. And you can't be like these people that have no hope. They have, they're, they're, oh, all there is is this life and there's nothing else. That's why they're trying to sin their brains out because they don't think there's anything else left. But they're going to die and face God. And he's going to ask regarding his, his account that he's given in relationship to Jesus Christ. And they're going to have to answer. And if they have rejected, then they will be as they have placed themselves as people with no hope. But if you're a person that has not made that decision to say yes to Jesus Christ, make that decision right now. A 
Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we're getting ready to do our first trivia question. That was kind of a fun intro. I like that. And we're going to do a follow-up on it because I just had this other uh, thought that struck me in the head. Yes, some stuff came out of my ears, but that's not the point, is it? Here's your first trivia question. What mountaintop citadel, I'm going to have to give you a hint on this. What mountaintop citadel did David capture? Here's your hint. Jesus came before this city and wept before it. Mm -hmm. You'd think that I just had a meal or something. No, here's it. What mountaintop citadel did did Joy Ann and Cordelia striking immediately? What mountaintop citadel did David capture? It's the one when Jesus came to it, he wept over it and made acknowledgement. If only they had known their time of visitation. If only you had known. Your time of visitation. See, that happens to a lot of people, by the way. People don't recognize their time of visitation from the Lord. Jerusalem didn't. The whole city missed it. Oh. <laughs> and there I am giving away the answer. <laughs> you know, this is this Friday? Is this a live show? Oh, my goodness. Okay, the answer to that question, since I ruined it, but I give uh, Cordelia and, uh, and I give... Joanne, the credit, is what mountaintop citadel did David capture? The answer to that, by the way, was Jerusalem. And that's what Jesus wept over. He's wept over, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, right? Then he started talking about that, and then I lost my... Here's your next question. In Luke's gospel, who did people try to throw down a cliff? I won't say anything more. You want to just tell us now? No. <laughs> Okay, uh, 972-445-0770. We can see how this show's going. And then you can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We'll do our DNA later. I do want to tell you something, a little bit of a follow-up on that question that Dorothy asked, which was a great question. The early church spent an inordinate amount of time fighting that very principle that we just talked about. If you really want to understand it, look at Acts chapter 15 when the council gets together. And what they're trying to do is find out. And what happened is the Jewish people who were Christians said, well, you got to also keep the law in order to be a Christian. And the whole council met together because when the gospel went to the Gentiles, that was the big issue. And it's like, nope, 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 that's not, you're not going to get saved by, by doing that. Paul's entire book of Galatians, the entire letter, I mean, of Galatians is fully devoted. Listen to what I'm telling you. Fully devoted to crossing out the notion that one can attain salvation by works. That's the entire purpose of the letter, the whole letter, not part of it, all of it, three, four, five, and six are all the biggest theologicals. They call it the Magna Carta in the in the church academic circles because it it's the entire purpose is to say you you can't start this thing by faith by the Holy Spirit and then pick it up yourself and try and make it happen. The hardest part for Christians that I know is they believe that Jesus 
died for their sins, was buried. He, he rose again. He, he was died, buried, resurrected. He's ascended to the Father, and they did that for their sins, and they feel everything is great to the point of them saying, please forgive me. And then somehow, after that moment, comes this another covenant, which doesn't exist, another, which is not even a word, and, uh, and it's, it's this other covenant that says, now that you're a Christian, it's all by what you do. And it's like, <laughs> wait, wait, let me get this straight. We start off by faith, and we start off by the, the infusing of the Holy Spirit given to us by the redeeming work of Jesus Christ, but now God needs our help. Like Abraham, I just love saying this because Galatians talks about this. Like Abraham, who sought to bring about the promise of God through human activity. And the result was Hagar had Ishmael. <laughs> and that became a long-term problem. When you try to do for God what he's done for you, or when you and I try to replace what God has done for us in our own power and strength, we create our own Ishmaels that follow us for quite some time. And if Abraham, you think, well, Abraham didn't do anything wrong. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. He tried to fulfill the promise. Just read Galatians 3 and 4. He tried to fulfill the promise of God, help God along with what God had committed to him. And that resulted in disaster. You know what we're supposed to do when God makes us a promise? We talked about this yesterday. Wait. Not, okay, well, I'm going to set everything up so when God does it, it's super easy. He doesn't need your help to do that. He spoke, and there was the universe. Probably not a lot that we're going to put into his hand that helps him. He spoke, and there was life. He breathed, and man came about. It's like, okay, <laughs> maybe, maybe we should stop being so arrogant and just more trusting. The Lord knows what he's doing, just, you know. It's just hard for us. And, and if anything, you should recognize because we are so impatient, that's a testimony against us. That shows how, how bad we are. You get it? All right. I think somebody's calling in to answer the trivia question, I hope. Because if not, we were close to a hard break, so we're going to have to kind of see how that goes. Uh, but we do have our trivia question. By the way, this is nothing from what I prepared for the show, just to let you know. Uh, the trivia question was true or false. Uh, oh, no, that wasn't it. Uh, in Luke's gospel, who did uh, people try to hurl down a cliff? That was the trivia question, and many people who sent it in got it correct. Uh, and I'm just checking to see with my uh, – okay, so we'll just answer that trivia question, then we'll exit, and then he can tell me what's going on. That's how we'll do that. You can just tell it's Friday. <laughs> it's just like, it's Friday. It's Friday. That's the favorite day for, by the way, for people and the children of Israel uh, because of manna. It was Friday. Get it? Fri ah! In Luke's gospel, who do people try to hurl down a cliff? Jesus. And that's where you understand where it says that he saved him from death. So people are like, but he was crucified. Prior to that, they tried to throw him down a cliff. Ooh, good one. Okay, we'll take a break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Who knows what a broken heart. 
This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here is the David Spoon experience. What's happening is the churches and uh, educators and our government and everybody is too concerned about being politically correct. And what's happened is the walls have fallen down and we need to rebuild them and we need to build them back. And the only way we can do that is with God's people taking a stand. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. And I will say, especially in regards to the political correctness, it's just man's attempt to establish their own righteousness apart from God. And that's why it has so much confusion attached to it that nobody can figure out what's going on because it goes all over the place. Well, the, the only hope for America is, is not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. Uh, our hope, my hope is in God and his people taking a stand uh, this coming uh, election season. And uh, let's get men and women in office. And again, I'm not telling people to vote for but we need to take a stand for God's truth and his righteousness. Yeah, that's fa- fantastic. I just want to thank you and extend a thank you to you for taking the time to come on the show, sharing with us, giving us that perspective. I appreciate it, and it was a privilege and an honor for me to have you on the show, sir. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. God bless. All right, God bless you too. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Pastor Franklin Graham.